This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back to the channel. Hope you're all keeping safe and well. In this episode of Spurs Chat, we will be talking about the Middlesbrough v Tottenham Hotspur game in the FA Cup fifth round, where Tottenham Hotspur have just gone out of the competition, losing the game 1-0. Now, before I introduce tonight's guest, um, if you don't subscribe to the channel as yet, please do hit that subscribe button. And just a reminder that these shows are now available on audio platforms such as Spotify and Amazon Music. So if you are listening on an audio platform, do hit that follow button and leave a review if you can. Uh, tonight, I've got uh, Spurs fan Gary and Spurs fan Craig with me. Gary, good evening. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, nothing that I didn't expect. Um, not surprised in the slightest. Um, same old Tottenham, win a game, lose a game, we're shit. Um, half the team shit. Um, I'm just grateful and glad that we lost in extra time and it didn't go to penalties because would have been more embarrassing than what Kepa was for Chelsea the other day. So, all in all, it's what I expected. Well, we'll get into the football in a second. Um, Craig, evening, how are you? All right, Chris. All right, everyone. Uh, yeah, just this pissed off. <laughs> Gary makes me, Gary makes me happy, so I, I can't be miserable <laughs> around Gary. But Christ Almighty, that was crap again, wasn't it? And we we were chatting before we came live, and um, we were saying we we try and keep these chats without a lot of swearing in. But I do apologise tonight if there's to uh, to everyone if, if there's a bit of swearing because that that is just not acceptable tonight for me. That was appalling. We've also got Eleanor with us. Eleanor, good evening. How are you? I don't really know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> not, not very good. Not very good, yeah. I'll tell you that. 
Well, Eleanor, let's get in. Let's get straight into it. Let's talk about the football. Let's start with you. What did you make of tonight's match? Awful. The the only thing that was worse was BBC's coverage. Like legit. Like the game was awful. Awful. I mean, uh, I don't know why we wait till the last minute till we've conceded to actually start trying to play some football. I don't see why it takes that long. You why do you just start the game like that and we'll see what happens. We had a few chances right at the end. Imagine if we did that all game. It's always like we need a wake-up call. Why can't you play like that the whole game? I don't understand. Um, I don't see why we go from one extreme to the other. I mean, we did it with City. We then went to Burnley, messed it up. Um, now we did it again. I mean, Leeds are awful, but Middlesbrough are supposed to be worse. <laughs> like, and then we play decently against Leeds. Then we go, you know... We, we go to Middlesbrough, can't do it. Like, it, there's never two games. Like, it's never two, like, never two games that we can play consistently good. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I dread, I haven't seen any of Conte's comments. I don't know what they are, but I dread to think what Conte's going to say because I, I'm not too happy with his press conferences at the, at the moment. To me, I don't like the up and down. I know he's trying to get a reaction, but. I don't think it's very encouraging. I didn't like it from Jose, so I'm not going to like it from Conte. Like, I can't be like, I just, what annoys me is that we're probably going to start crying about it now and I can't be asked for it. Ellen, you just said there, you, we, we went from that Manchester City win, beating the champions at the Etihad 3-2. Then, of mm -hmm. course, losing to Burnley. Then that fantastic mm -hmm. performance at Leeds. I know many people say, well, Leeds weren't a very good team anyway. And, and you know, we had lots of chances. Um, but all of this up, down, up, down. Are you surprised by this, particularly under the management of Conte? Do you mean surprised by the consistency or by the performance today? The, the, the lack of consistency. That, that, is, that, yeah. is the, that is the big thing for yeah. me. You know, it's all about consistency. And I know we'll get on to the team lineup shortly. But, you know, we had the strongest team possible. And yeah. we just, we yeah, just didn't, get, didn't get going today. The thing is, what I'm su I'm surprised that he's not able to get a tune out of them more longer than one game. I'm that's what I'm surprised at. I'm surprised that we can't we can't put anything together. I'm, uh, but when I've watched us, I'm not surprised today happened. I should be sitting here livid, but at the one point I'm like, well, what did you expect? We like it's and it's almost that shouldn't be okay, especially under the management as you've said that we have. We have one of the best managers in world football, in my opinion, prime today. If we're talking about in their prime, you are supposed to be in your prime. Don't sit there and say after a game, maybe I'm not good enough. You know you're our last hope. So, I, like, I just think that, right, there's no denying, I don't like Enoch, yeah? Enoch out, Enoch out, cool, cool, cool. But you're telling me those group of players couldn't play better against Middlesbrough? Let's not let, let's not say that we, we people are not playing second string teams against these these teams. So I can't sit there and say Enoch out. We need the best players possible to beat Middlesbrough. Let's say that eleven was our second eleven because we we got Enoch out and we got who we wanted. That eleven should be able to beat Middlesbrough. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, like, let's say we have better players. It would still. What you I would want to see if we had better players and able to have rotation, that sort of eleven coming out for this sort of game. So this is where I, I'm like, yes, a hundred percent, I'm Enoch out, and yes, we need more backing. But I don't want to sit here and pretend that the team couldn't have done better. That's what annoys me. Whereas people just straight away, one minute, oh, we're beating City, and everyone's fine. We're all happy. 
we've lost to Burnley, it's Enoch out. No, we've got to look at, there's got to be some sort of consistency pattern here. You can't just sit there and say our players are not good enough to go toe-to-toe with Middlesbrough. Yes, they knocked out United. I don't, <clears throat> I, I don't care about that. I look at our club and our team and we should be able to do better than that. That's, yeah. uh, we should be playing hoofball against Middlesbrough. I don't care who, who we've got on that pitch. We are Tottenham Hotspur. We shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Craig, Craig let's come to you. Um, you know, in my opinion, there's absolutely no doubt that the best team won this evening. Uh, your, your thoughts on tonight's match? I just don't think we was at it really from, from minute one. Um, I totally agree. Middlesbrough fully deserved the victory. They just wanted it more than us. All over the park. More or less, I think there's there's only probably one or two Spurs players can say they had a decent game tonight. <clears throat> Everyone else was crap. Um, yeah. About passes bouncing off people, people not putting in the shift, people people not chasing things down. It was the worst game I think I've ever seen Hing Min Son have tonight. Yeah, oh um, I think uh, Kane was pretty bad too, which doesn't help when both of them are off their game. No idea what was going <laughs> on there. Uh, midfield seems slow. Uh, the passes that went astray. I, think I see a stat that Kane and Son had given the ball away 40 times between them tonight. And I can believe that. Uh, that's unbelievable. Um, there just seemed, seemed to be no movement off the ball. There seemed to be no space. There was every, everything just seemed so slow and just took us ages to get anywhere and up the pitch. And then we were cutting back and passing back. It was just no urgency. There was no... If we were trying to play counter-attack in football, that wasn't working. It, it just wasn't getting up the pitch quick enough. It, it was like they was all running through treacle all game. It was just appalling. And it, it, somebody said in the, in the commentary, I think Danny Murphy said in the commentary, it's one step forward, one step back. It was probably even more back. And that's, that's how it feels with Tottenham. You just think you're getting somewhere. You're just getting that belief back and they go and kick you in the nuts again. That is exactly how I feel at the moment. It's so frustrating. So frustrating. Um, and I do, yeah. I, I said before, I just feel sorry for the likes of you, Chris, and all the other fans that travelled all the way up to Middlesbrough on a cold night in a pissing rain to watch that shit. It's not acceptable. Gary, let's come to you. I spoke to you earlier today. You were confident of Tottenham Hotspur going through to the quarterfinals. How are you feeling now? Uh, not surprised. Um, I just want to touch on Danny Murphy because I think he's a right arsehole, man. His commentary, <laughs> his commentary tonight, he really got on my nerves. What an absolute dick he is. And not just him, but everyone, Gary Lineker included, Shearer, no one wanted Tottenham to go through anyway. Whenever do they, when does anyone want Tottenham to win apart from Tottenham fans? But that Danny Murphy, he knows absolute oh, nothing about football. What a dickhead. I mean, I can remember there was a terrible foul and he was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that foul. And, and then he's changed his mind later. He's an arsehole. But I wrote, Royale shit, Wink shit, Doherty shit, Hoiberg shit, Son shit, Kane shit, Sessignon, okay, Lloris, okay. And then I just gave up writing. Um, the whole team, the whole setup, everything was shit. Hoiberg held on to the ball too long. Ben Davis held on to the ball too long. Doherty held on to the ball too long. Kane was making run after run. They weren't passing to him. Doherty's through on goal. He hits it over. Same old Tottenham, same old shit. Next game, we beat Everton 5-0. Everyone's happy again. This is Tottenham. This is what we do. It's not going to change no matter what manager we get in. We're still going to have useless crap players. I mean, 
Summer Hoiberg, I'm sorry. I'm, I used to be quite a fan of Hoiberg. Very, very bad tonight. Absolute shit Hoiberg was. Really bad. Winks as well. But Doherty for me, I mean, I don't know with Doherty whether or not, because he scored in the last game, he got a bit confident. So he thought, I'm not going to square it to Son. But you can't put all the blame on him. But it, it changes the game then because we go 1-0 up. You can push on, maybe get a second. We can relax a bit, make a few changes. But just bad decision-making from all of them in midfield. They're absolute shit. Sidewards or backward passes. I got bored of watching. I didn't even sit down and watch the whole game because I got sick and tired of watching them. It was more fun and entertaining watching Borough attack and their build-up than what it was Tottenham. Because it was stop, start, stop, start. Fuck, just same old shit. Same old shit, that's it. Kane's free kick was good though, wasn't it? That was probably the best one he's took yet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you saw me screaming at the telly why he still takes free kicks I don't know it's ridiculous let's take uh, a question here Um, at the very least Antonio Conte's selection was positive tonight showed he took the competition seriously now I must say uh, before the game I was extremely pleased that he named exactly the same starting 11 that played against Leeds and beat Leeds 4-0 and he did take it seriously Um, Eleanor Mm -hmm. let's come to you on this point because you just said that Tottenham Hotspur starting eleven should have beat Middlesbrough tonight. We have yeah, got our best, probably our best starting eleven out there. Yeah. What went wrong? I I I've seen a few comments like, "Oh, these players are poor." Yes, they are poor, but you're playing Middlesbrough, and I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but we are supposed to be the better team. If if we had a better eleven and we put out our second eleven and that was it, I would not think that eleven can't get the job done. So what what went wrong? Passion, actually trying. There is no, there was no effort. There was no heart. There, like you know, like Craig said, and everyone said, basically, it's literally they just wanted it more. We didn't like we cared. Like Son had honestly, that was one of his worst cameos I've seen in a Spurs shirt. I think that was yeah, it was awful, terrible, awful. Um, I, I, Doherty could I, I don't even want to know like he was literally oh. everyone got oh, yeah I, that, everyone knows what I'm talking about I don't even I don't even want to speak <laughs> on it um, so there's there's that chance um, Kane's goal if there was VAR call probably wasn't offside we shouldn't be relying on that like I, I, I don't know obviously there was luck involved that luck wasn't on our side but also like it's just just all it was just awful just mentality wasn't there genuinely mentality we're not we weren't in it to win it we were just in it thinking we're gonna somehow win this anyway kind of like we're plodding along threatening to somehow get the goal job done move on to the next round that's what it looked like they were thinking and it wasn't coming wasn't coming then at the end we started when we conceded we turn it up a bit why did it take that long as i said before it didn't take that long to turn it up um and some comments are saying yes Skip is a big miss in this midfield, by the way. Um, ben Tanker, big miss in this midfield. Winks is just awful. Like, I cannot watch Winks, Hoiberg, yeah. together. Like, I, I'm dreading Everton because, Jesus Christ, like, I, I can't see... I hate that. That midfield, I actually hate it together as a partnership. It's awful. Um, Eleanor, talk, 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 talking about the eleven, though, Eleanor, were, were you surprised on how strong Conte did go? No, I... Not really. I just see who who else. Um, I I I don't see who else we play really. No, we we don't have a second eleven that's good enough to take on anyone realistically. So I wasn't su- surprised, especially now. 
I don't want to upset people, but especially as I think we're pretty much out of the top four race. So I think it was like, put all your eggs in the trophy basket, which is fair enough at this stage. I know everyone knows the way I feel about top four. We're not going to get into that right now. But um, at this stage of what way we've messed it up, I think it was like, yeah, let's go really strong, go for this trophy, you know, give yeah. the fans something this season as they won't be getting Champions League probably. Um, so yeah, let's just go all out. And I expected Conte wanted to win a domestic trophy. Like I, I, his record isn't the best in terms of cup competitions. He's obviously very good at winning the league. We, we know that. But in terms of like cup competitions, sure he wanted to improve that. And I think he just thought, put the best eleven out, get the job done. You know, see you like you know see you next next time that like, next round. I think that that's what his mentality was. Obviously, the best eleven for us still wasn't good enough, and not in terms of quality in terms of effort. So that that's my issue, that effort wasn't there. I think we put out a bit more effort and just show a bit more heart. I mean, we showed heart against City. We beat City on heart and, like, actually wanting to win that game. We put everything into that game. So don't sit there and say to me, we don't have quality. We do have quality. It's just we don't have enough to do it every week, which I understand. But we're not even playing average. We're not playing brilliantly and then playing average and then playing brilliantly. It's... Brilliant, awful, brilliant, awful. It's like so up and down that it, it, it just to me, they only turn up for a big game. We're turning into that uh, small club mentality where it's you're playing a big team, let's play better. And then you don't have the quality to do it every week. That's why, for example, when you see the likes of, I don't know, a Burnley or something beating a City or a Liverpool, they're not going to finish in the top four because they're not able to go like continue it that's what we're turning into we're turning into a one show one game club and i uh, that needs to that needs to change and i think genuinely today to me just effort they thought they were going to get it handed to them and they didn't and they were shocked and then once they didn't we started playing a bit more why didn't we have like three chances right at the end because why didn't you at the beginning if you played the game like that from minute one wouldn't have gone to extra time in my opinion we had too much quality in my opinion up front if we played the way we did yeah. So yeah, that's just that's what I think. I don't know. Craig, let's come to you. Um, I just want to ask you how you feel right now. It's going to be another season without a trophy. <sighs> just um, somebody put in the uh, in the comments there. I, I look totally destroyed, and that's that's actually how I felt when I just before I came on. It's it's just. <laughs> it's just as I said, it, this this club it kills you, doesn't it? It, it? it gets you up there. Well, you get to your lowest point and you think, "Oh bollocks, I'm done with this. I'm done with this." And then they pull something out like the Man City result, and you're you're on cloud nine. You're you're yeah. thinking, "Yes, yes, we've turned a corner. <coughs> that that's how we can play. We'll take that into the next game." And then they're crap again, and it's so up and down. It, it's like you don't know what. You know, like it must be like living living with with a partner that you never know what mood they're going to be in. You know, one day they're in a good mood. It's like being bipolar. So it's a total bipolar club. It, 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 My cats are I, bipolar, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly, most cats are, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's 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 just so frustrating. I don't understand what went wrong tonight, though. After that positive result at Leeds, don't get me wrong. Leeds Leeds could have. Leeds could have scored a few goals. They should have scored a few goals against us. I think that yeah. Leeds, as bad as Leeds were, I think that result was quite flattering, actually. Um, but we did deserve to beat Leeds. Don't get me wrong. But you know, they they could have and should have scored some goals. Um, 
But tonight, it just looked like they were going through the motions. I think Eleanor's right. I think we thought we got the game won before they went out on that pitch tonight. But they didn't do what they needed to do. And Middlesbrough just wanted it more than us. You could see it all over the pitch. And Conte's been done by Chris Wilder tonight. You know, he's been done by a Chris <laughs> Wilder team. Sorry. You know, so Chris Wilder too. You know, it, it, it's that, that that's the sad reality. And I love Conte. I think he is the one that is of, of anybody in the world that could help turn this club around. It's him. But some of his decisions, and as Ellen said, his press conferences, I'm not losing faith in Conte. I don't want him to go or anything like that. I no, don't yeah. think he's going to walk. But some of his decisions. I just don't get it. And if if he can't turn these players around, we we are done for. I'm telling you, absolutely done for. I don't let think me, he's going to walk. You know, but let me come sorry, back Chris, to you on Conte, Craig. Um, there, there's some comments just being published uh, on his press conference, and Conte has come out and said, "I feel that we lost a good chance to go through to the next round and play in the quarterfinals of this important competition. I feel this. There is disappointment. We should kill the game before extra time. When you play this type of game from the start, you have to kill the game." You should kill your opponent. Your opponent has to feel tonight it would be a bad night. Instead, we kept Middlesbrough alive. I don't think about myself. We have to think about us, not me. For me, there's no problem. Uh, There's the desire and the will to work very hard to improve and make this team more stable than the past. Craig, how do you feel? How, how do you, what do you think that Antonio Conte, uh, you know, what do you think he'll be saying in the changing room now? And how do you think that he will be feeling about this Spurs squad, you know, particularly after beating Man City, losing to Burnley, beating Leeds the way we did? And then it's like, here we go again. We're all sitting here disappointed. He must be scratching his head because, you know, whenever I saw Antonio Conte, um, I don't know, tonight, he just didn't seem very animated like like we've seen yeah. Conte. Yeah. Every single Spurs game, it, it was weird for me. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Every time the, 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 the camera zoomed in on him, he had just had his arms folded. Didn't really look bothered. It looked, looked like he didn't want to really be He's there doing tonight. doing his best Nuno impression. He was. If he'd had a beard, somebody should, if you'd have stuck a beard on him tonight, it would have been yeah. Nuno. Um, yeah. It was yeah. really, really odd, really, very downbeat. As for what you were saying in the change room, I hope he was doing his bollocks in there at him. But I don't think, I can't see him doing that tonight. I don't know if, if that's what he's like. But um, he, I think he, he probably realises that this squad doesn't need just one or two players. It, it needs half a dozen or more in the summer and quality to come in. Because that midfield, it just goes to show, if you're relying on Skip um, and Benton Kerr was missing tonight. Mm. You know, what else have you got? What there was what struck me, Kane was having an off day and there was zero creativity tonight. Absolutely nothing. And you look to the bench, there is nothing on that bench for creativity. And it no. just all went tits up tonight. And he'll be thinking that midfielder's got to have a massive overhaul. We need a right wing back that can actually cross <laughs> a ball. Um, I'm sorry, but Emerson Royale, I'm, I'm, I'm done with him. I, I just don't think that's worked. He's, he's possibly the worst Brazilian. Oh, no, I was going to say he's the worst Brazilian I've ever seen, but Jovino was pretty bad, wasn't he? Um, yeah. So, so I, I just think it hasn't worked out. He's got good parts to his game, but what we need him for, he's not just not very good at. But we need somebody that can make an impact. There's so many holes all over that team that need replacing and sorting out, and. I just hope he is backed and backed early in the summer because 
I just want this season over now. Now we're at the FA Cup. I just want this season done with. Because like, and I, I'm not. I just don't think we've got got enough consistency to even push for the top four, which is, which is really sad. Because a few weeks ago, I actually thought we could give this a go, but I just can't see it now. I think we'd be lucky to finish fifth at the moment, to be honest with you, which is really bad, really sad. But that's the way it is. I can't lie anymore. It, it, I just can't see it. I just can't see it. Haven't we heard that too many times before? Just want this season over and done with. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's <laughs> a sad reality, Chris, isn't it? It's it's um it's been like it, it too long. They were saying at half time during the game that Shearer, Shearer um, not Shearer, um, was Shearer in the studio? He was, wasn't he? Was a, yeah, Shearer he was, was yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was saying they were um about the po- Poch days and how we were two players away probably from from winning the league or mm. or the. Campbell. And it's spot on. We never did push on. And it all stems from that, this slow decline where we never strengthened. Two more players, we would have got over the line. And that, that's where it's, it all started to go wrong uh, about three or four years ago because we didn't do the right thing. We didn't strengthen. <clears throat> it, it, it's so sad because you can. See, we've got the, one of the best managers in the world. Talk about the stadium, the training ground. Everything is there except the squad. And it needs a massive investment in the summer. And that's the only way. That's the only way we're going to turn the corner because these players just aren't good enough and consistent enough in the long run. And they're not going to do anything for this club. Massive, massive work ahead. Gary, let's come to you. Stephen writes on screen now. Um, did they soak the pitch before the game? Heavy legs, slipping. Middlesbrough would prepare for that. Not an excuse, but it could have made the difference. What I found uh, quite strange is the amount of Tottenham Hotspur players tonight that did slip on that pitch. What did you make of it? Yeah. There was loads, <laughs> but I don't think that's the pitch. I, I just think that's the players because they can't run or walk straight. They've just like got two left feet. So when you're seeing players like Winks slip and fall over and Ben Davis, you're just thinking... They probably do that's that in normal standard. everyday life off the pitch. Yeah, when they're standard. just walking yeah, to the yeah. shops to go and grab some milk, they're probably tripping over and taking grannies with them and everything because they can't play football, <laughs> so they can't walk in a straight line. So you can't blame the environment or the pitch because Burroughs still had to play on it. It's just our players. They're shit. That's it, unfortunately. You can't blame the weather or the grass or, you know, we're up north or it's a bit cold or dark or, you know, or lasagna. Just our players are shit. They're shit Don't players. hold back, Gary. Don't hold back. No, it's, you know, it's it's right. listen, it's I looked right. at that team today, man, and like Royale, Winks, Doherty in particular, like Doherty is the one for me. He proper wound me up today. I mean, he's wound me up in a lot Emerson of games. Emerson but... winds me up as well, though. Oh, just honest to God, like these players are just absolutely These right wing backs. And, and do you know what? I get what he's saying about the pitch, but these players are doing it at home on our lovely pitch. They're playing shit like that. When we've got the best ground ever, the biggest stadium, the lovely stadium, and we're losing 2-0 to Wolves. Wolves. Like, it's it's just the same shit, different day. You know, we're crap. Gary, did you, did yeah. you write a comment on screen now? Are you Michael? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Spot on, Michael. That's my middle name, though, Michael. But he knows. Look, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like I said, we're not winning nothing. The only trophy we had a chance of winning was Europa Conference, and they threw us out of that unfairly. But that's Tottenham. We're getting thrown out of Europa Conference. We're going out to Borough. You know, when we had a chance of winning before, we got food poisoning from lasagna. We lost it at the bridge. You know, all it is Tottenham Hotspur. You know, we're going to finish sixth, probably, best of all. And all we could hope for, our, our trophy was the other week beating Man City. 
When we beat Man City the other week, I celebrated that like a trophy because I knew that's the closest we're going to get to it because we're Tottenham Hotspur. That's it. You know, you don't support this club for the trophies. If you want to support a club and a team for trophies and for winning things, don't support Tottenham because (laughs) you're not going to be very happy. Gary, you know, answer me honestly now. Um, How do you genuinely feel about we're not going to have a trophy again, another season without a trophy? Honestly, I feel absolutely fine about it because I'm used to it. I never expected us to win any trophy apart from that Europa Conference. I genuinely thought that was the only one we had an opportunity to win because the teams in it weren't as good. And that was the only reason why I felt we had a small chance. The FA Cup, if we would have beaten Borough tonight, we're only going to get a hard quarter or semi and go out anyway. And even if we got to the final, we're not going to win it. We're shit. We're not good enough to win the final. We're crap. We got to the Carabao Cup final and we were kidding ourselves. We were dog shit against Man City. So why not go out now rather than extend the pain to get to semi or the final and then go out? It's absolutely <laughs> pointless. I think it's you a know, bit hard, Gary. I, I think it's, it's a bit hard. Yeah. When you look at that performance against Manchester City, you know, you know that you've got those players. You know that they can perform. Yeah, listen, Man City's a one-off, right? It's a one-off. We then go and lose to Burnley the following week, which are all, after the Man City game, every single fan of every team will say to me, you're going to hammer Burnley. I said, we're not, we're going to lose to Burnley. This is Tottenham Hotspur. We're not consistent enough. So we're not going to go all the way through and then win a trophy in the final. Until something massive changes, we're always going to fall short. We're the bridesmaid, not the bride. It's the same shit, different day. The only thing we can hope for now is that we beat Woolwich. There's nothing else. We're not getting top four. We're finishing six. But guess what? I'm all right with that because that's my club. And they've always been like that. Fair enough. We ain't won the FA Cup in like, what is it now, 32 years? You know, Gary Lineker, the presenter. He, he looks like... All I know. It was 91. 91 when we last won it. Yeah, 31 years ago. Ellen, yeah, Ellen, 31 there, years ago. Nine, I was there. And, and like, Gary Lineker looks like... Death now. That's and he was there when we won it. He looked dead. Harry Kane. Harry Kane weren't born. Harry Kane weren't born when we won it. I'm 26. I was born in Christ Almighty. When we had the twin towers, for God's sake. Listen, we're not a club of trophies. We're not going to win nothing. We're not going to win anything for a long time. What we will do though is pull off a few good results here and there. But other than that, something massive changes. It will never ever change. Yes, we're going to follow our club. We're going to spawn. I'm covered head to toe in Tottenham. I've got Tottenham socks on, PJs and a T-shirt. Am I going to stop supporting them? No. Am I going to stop wearing my colours? No. Am I going to stop going to the games? No. Are we going to win a trophy? No. <laughs> That's Tottenham. I don't know what to say. Eleanor, <laughs> you should be you used to the... You should be used Ele... to this. You had this in the car in Amsterdam with me in France and everything. 25 hours of it, yeah. <laughs> you haven't even seen us lift an FA Cup. How do you feel about that? The, this is what I mean, like, right. So I always compare, I always say this story. You know when England lost the final? I was watching it with, like, every, like you know, my friends, all different fans, their, their little cousins, their nieces, whatever. They all started crying when they lost the final. I said, if you lot were Spurs fans, you'd be fine right now. You'd be used <laughs> with me. <laughs> Your, yeah, your, your this is it. 
built up like how are you crying like I'm just this is just normal second nature to me I just I lose a final uh, I'm sad but I don't you know you just have to get up and do it again (laughs) it's like for me like I feel like you lot like my like my dad as well has more like because you lot have seen more glory than me so you have more like hung me I'm used to this feel I don't expect to win anything so for me it's like yeah, if we go, if we, we win it, great. If we don't, what's changed? What's what's different? Whereas like yeah. you lot have seen more, so you you want it more. Whereas I want it only a little bit more. <laughs> listen, listen, you've seen more than me. I've seen one league cup in two thousand and eight. That's what I. Uh, yeah, yes, a little bit more than that, thankfully. So, like, I, I'm like, my, like for me, it's like okay, I expect I, I thought go all out of the FA Cup, cool. But we've lost. We we we're out now. I'm obviously I'm very disappointed, but. I didn't expect to win it. So I've never seen us win an FA Cup. So, That's half the trouble, though. Like, That's half the trouble, Eleanor. I don't think... It. it would be great. I don't think the players expected yeah. to win it. I don't think no. the players expected to win it. That's half no, the trouble. I think, That's it. You know what I think it is? I think the ambition leaks from the top. Now, and that doesn't mean spending money per se. I just think the message is different. Like, for example, you go into a Chelsea season or something. The expectation, even if those same group of players, is to win something in that year. The expectation from our club is not being set from the top. From the top, it's set, do your best, get into Europe, that's enough. Get get, get to later stages of a cup, that's enough. Whereas if the expectation set from the top is set on the manager, it's set on the players, and it leaks through to the fans. We... As a club, we know how we're feeling. We don't feel like we're going to win it. Win it realistically. You you want to and you hope for it, but you just don't feel like you're going to win it. Whereas, like at other clubs, top six clubs. Okay, I mean, let's not include Arsenal in big six. Yeah, I mean, like other like proper hmm. big six clubs, their expectation about the floodlights. It's <laughs> to it's to win something in the season at Tottenham Hotspur the expectation isn't to win something so yeah. when you're saying the players didn't expect it yeah they're thinking it's fine it's cool this is every other season what's the difference now we mm. need that urgency from the top to make it happen the urgency isn't just make Europe we need it to be win something and make Europe why can't we do why can't that just be the the image set and I know you're going to say oh they don't want to spend money to do that but set that brand, set that image out. There's no, there's no pressure. There was no pressure on Conte State to win that game. That's that's where I think that's different at Chelsea. He's at Chelsea with awful players, for example. Yeah, they were awful this season before he got there. Yeah, that expectation was to win something. So even with the same players, he doesn't have that same urgency. Whereas other boards would put him under. Craig, let's come to you. Now, um, at half-time, it was nil-nil. There was no shots on target from either team. However, Spurs, um, we did look to go on the counter-attack. We did look threatening when we were going forward. Didn't have a shot on target. How were you feeling at half-time? Surely you thought that we were going to go on and win the game. Yeah, I did, to be honest with you, because I wasn't overly concerned at half-time. It wasn't a brilliant game, was it? But, you know, I was honestly thinking... Yeah, it's the way some games go. We'll nick, we'll nick a goal. They didn't really look like scoring. Larice and had to pull off loads of worldies or anything like that. So, so, so yeah, I just thought we was going to kick on in the second half, come out pretty quick, um, and grab a goal, and then do what we do. You know, probably just sit back, soak up the pressure. Because in the first half, what I would say it was almost like 
we were luring them on and you thought we was going to play a counter-attacking football and it was like, bang, we're going to go. Mm. And it never happened. It never happened. Um, whether they were setting traps for us, I, I don't think they were. I just think we were crap and we couldn't get the ball up the pitch quick enough. And when we did, Kane wasn't controlling it. Son was running down dead um, uh, blind alleys again, like, like he does in some games. You know, he yeah. run past two players and run straight into the third. Bit like it was like watching Lucas Moore at times when he was doing that. Kind <laughs> yeah. of like, um, um, uh, it's just disappointing. I mean, I do, I, do, I, I disagree in a in a way with what Gary was saying about you know, I, I, I expected to win tonight, and I am gutted throughout the FA Cup because I just think it's um, like you said in 1991. I I am old enough to remember that. I remember us winning it. And I remember what the feeling is like winning the FA Cup. And it, lovely, it, brilliant. It was. It was always. It's nice for you, it. lot, yeah. It's one of the one of the few pluses about being forty-eight years old. I'll probably look older. Yeah, so hundred pound. I paid for my it. ticket. That's Back incredible. Then, yeah. Quids. But you know, Craig, in the 80s, I'm, I'm with you, Craig. I, I expected fully that Spurs would win tonight. I expected fully that we would go through to the quarterfinals. And I every year, us to win tonight. I just, yeah. I think I didn't expect us to win the whole thing. But to win tonight, yeah, of course. No, I, 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 I remember my, my missus goes, oh, you'll win 3-0 in the second half. I said, no chance. I said, there'll be one goal in it and we're either going to win or lose. And it was just going that way the whole way. Is it? it looked a bit like Burnley game. So oh, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't deluded enough to think, oh, we're going to win the FA Cup, you know, uh, without even thinking about, oh, it's a done deal. But I think yeah, if we'd yeah. have got through tonight, we were in the quarters. If you get a favourable draw, or whatever, it's it's a, it's a cup, you know, and yeah. it's one game, and anything can happen. And I just thought, seeing the lineup tonight, like it went strong. I don't think it, many people could have disagreed with the lineup. Uh, yeah. it, it was obviously a game he weren't taking lightly. It was obviously a game he wanted to win. Um, it's just that the players let him down tonight. And I genuinely think you're saying about Conte looking a bit uninterested on the sideline. I think at some points in that game, he was probably thinking to himself, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do now. What can I do with this team? You know, yeah. uh, uh, that's the bottom line. And, and he is one of the best managers and he's, got a bit more out of some of the players on occasion, not all the time, but can, can you polish a turd, you know? Is, yeah. there a limit, is there a limit to Conte's abilities? There must be, mm. because these players have let two, three, four managers down now. Yeah, I agree. But okay, there's a limit, and yes, these are awful players. There is a limit. Um, there is a limit. But the limit shouldn't stop at Middlesbrough. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But I've all I have always said, if you put a Pep Guardiola in charge of um, in charge of Leighton Orient, is he going to turn Leighton Orient into a Premiership team? Probably not. He yeah. might get him promoted. Yes, you know. Should, um, the games we've lost have been games we should be able to win, though, and we haven't even won, I, lost. I reckon I'll put a spin on it. I think if we played at home tonight, we win. But I think because we're away from home, um, a lot of the players don't like it. They're scared. They don't come out and play properly. They get like a little bit, what's the word, sort of um, intimidated by the crowd. And they're just altogether crap. I just think they like being in their stadium, home ground, a little bit more comfort. And I do think if we was at home tonight, we would have won and gone through and I would have been a lot more confident, even at halftime when it was nil-nil. But because we was away from home and the players that we have and their mentality and the way that they play, um, I'm not surprised in the slightest. And, and like I said, I'm just grateful that one, we only lost one nil 
and two, it didn't go to penalties because if it had gone to penalties, it would have been more embarrassing how we went out because so many of them players would have knocked it wide or over. So it's a blessing in disguise. We only lost one nil, to be honest with you. I think we should be be thankful for it. Gary, Adrian writes here, the team selection was fine, but I question the tactics. I've seen a number of, uh, of Spurs yeah. fans saying about Conte's tactics tonight. What, what did you make of it? Well, I just, I don't know. Like, people are talking about the tactics, but would he say to Docky, Docky, every time you get the ball, play it back. Would he say that to Winks? Would he say to Hoiberg, run into dead ends, to keep the Winks ball for too long? Winks' ability is square in a ball. You know, when, when Kane's making a run, Winks, um, instead of playing that ball forward to Kane, play it back. I don't think Conte would be saying that to the Tottenham Hotspur players because he certainly didn't say that to the Chelsea players when they were winning everything. So why would he say things like that? It doesn't make any sense. It's just the players. They're not confident or they're not good enough to make them sort of passes. And again, I think they're more likely to make them when they're playing at home. But when they're away, like, you know, we spoke about a Tuesday night at Borough, Wednesday night raining at Burnley. I just don't think they've got enough to do it. I just don't think they're good enough. It's just as simple as that, I'm afraid. And we can always, we're always going to have them games like City that draw us in and give us the hope. But remember, this is Tottenham Hotspur. We've got no consistency. We're always going to pull them results like go to Man United and beat them 6-1. It doesn't mean we're going to get in the top four and it doesn't mean we're going to win a trophy because this has always been Tottenham. You know, you had Defoe in there. It was the days of when Defoe was in, in the Tottenham team. We've always had those good players and we've always pulled off those good results. But we can't do it consistently enough. On our day, we could beat anyone, but we can also lose to anyone on our day. And that unfortunately, is being a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Eleanor, let's come to you. Um, in the 50th minute, Kulishevsky won a free kick just outside the box. Harry Kane stepped up. Um, it seemed like he slipped. Eight minutes later, though, Eric Dyer stepped up for a free kick and uh, forced a great Thank save you. from the goalkeeper. Um, in yeah. your opinion, who should be on the free kicks? The amount of times I've discussed you know, I feel this, like this you've had <laughs> 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 just kick on them or Son. Son, I see Son in the training videos banging in free kicks. Just, just stick Son on them or Dyer until we get a bloody free kick taker because we need yeah. one. Even we need a, a new boy, he taker might be good. I'm fed up of all of this. We, we're putting all our chances, all, all, all our chances to like, you know, take, you know, as these teams that are bad. Yeah, when you're playing the Burnleys, the likes, whatever. Do you always say they've got a set piece in them? Right. If we're saying we're that bad, we don't even have that advantage where we can take the set piece, you know, to our advantage. Mm. So we need a, like a set piece taker that we can actually, you know, use and utilize. So yeah, get put Son and Dyer on them, I guess, depending on distance and how hard you need it to be. Um and then hopefully get, a, you know, a set piece taker. But yeah, you know, people are saying Son is great at free kicks. Yeah, I've seen him in the training videos, banging them in. I know it's different, but it's better than seeing Kane slip on the floor. I'm not going to lie to you. So, <laughs> Kane. <laughs> like, yeah. Kane on free kicks, man. Oh, dear. I just Honestly, don't know. Honestly, you know, win? I don't get excited. Why is it? Let me just give you, I'll give you one. Why <laughs> is it that every corner of free kick... I am not excited for us, but scared every time they're against us, no matter who we're playing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, you're right. always conceding it from corners of free kicks. 
Terrible. Eleanor, uh, uh, Eleanor <laughs> overall, what did you make of Harry Kane's performance tonight? Because, of course, he had that goal disallowed. Um, he, he was having his shirt tugged uh, left, right and centre. He just seemed to have a, a quite difficult game, particularly after the, the stunning performance that he had on Saturday against Leeds United. Yeah, he was brilliant against Leeds. Uh, it's hard to put it down to Kane. Yes, he's to blame. I, like, I always say, if you, you know, if you didn't have a good game and you're part of it, you're part of to the reason why we lost today, yes. But... To be fair, he should have had a penalty, in my opinion. Um, he couldn't stay on side for some reason. He also, I mean, his goal wasn't off. But again, for me, we shouldn't be relying on that. I I, I don't know. To, it, for me, it was Kane. It was weird because, again, he didn't have consistency. And he's supposed to be one of, you know, world-class player. Like, if, if you're world-class, I'm going to hold you to world-class standards. Today was not world-class standards. You were to blame for what you performed today. Now, yes, he was absolutely fouled everywhere. And, you know, he was having awful, awful, like an awful day. Thank you. <laughs> an awful day. But um, I don't know. I feel like Son was not helpful at all in this situation. Son was awful. And, you know, it's hard to be the only one, the only strike force up top that was doing anything Kuliaveski had a, a really poor day as well. Everyone had a poor day, so it's hard to pick on Kane. But I will hold Kane to a higher standard, just like I will hold Son to a higher standard to other players. Because to me, there are Kane's world class and Son's not exactly far behind. I just think Kane's another level. That's why I say Kane's like better. So I will hold Kane to a higher standard, and I will say that performance was awful. When you're still, this is what I mean by when I worry about Kane being clutch. The games where your team is awful. I need you to step up and be the man that you are supposed to be. And he just doesn't do it in these type of situations. He's never done it in a semi-final where the team's been awful or a final. Or I don't really need to list it all, but I just think he, he does take blame. For me, he does take blame. And today, I don't know what it is. He just couldn't find that same oomph about him that he had against Leeds. Because against Leeds, he was utterly, utterly ridiculous. It was amazing like I couldn't I was like this guy we, I can't believe we have him still so um yeah I uh, but by being our best player if, if you're gonna say Kulivesky is our best player it's not really hard like it doesn't mean he was good everyone was awful Craig let's come to you what did you make of the uh the front three <laughs> Harry Kane, Hunamin Son and Kulishevsky because of course they look very threatening at Leeds um didn't really do a lot this evening, you know, particularly in that first 45 minutes, no shots on target. No, I, I, I thought Kulishevsky out of the three just edged it, to be honest. If, you, if you're marking him out of 10, I would give more marks to Kulishevsky, but I, I, I don't think he was particularly impressive tonight yeah. either. I, I, I just think they came up against a very resilient defence. Big lads, I personally think Kane was offside. For his goal, I think he was pulling on the defender's shirt as well. So I don't think VAR would have, uh, even if he was on side, I don't think we'd have got a penalty for that. I think it was six or one half a dozen the other. Um, battled well to get in the position, but you know it was a rough and tough game on a on a cold cold uh, rainy night up north basically. And I don't think Kulachevsky yeah. at times didn't know. He looked like he didn't know what hit him to be honest with you, because it was a very different game to playing against Leeds or City. Yeah. Um, um, I just think none of them had a particularly good night. And as, as I said earlier in the chat, I, I, I think the only one for me that played half-decent game tonight was Dyer. I thought he was pretty good. I think Larice actually 
you're going to throw in the goalkeeper, I thought he he done okay tonight. Uh, you can't really oh, blame God. him for the goal. So, yeah. so yeah. But everybody else was just 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 didn't do enough. Chris and going back to the front three, they, uh, um, you could say they didn't get the service, but they didn't do much to make anything either. And what they did try to do, it didn't come off. And when all three of your <clears throat> main forward-thinking players are having an off night, you know you're going to be in for a long long evening. Craig, in the 55th minute, Middlesbrough floated in a corner. Crooks uh, headed uh, over the bar, but the amount of space that he had, very worrying at that stage. Uh, yeah, do you know what? And, and, and as Ellen has said, I totally agree. Doherty Every time, should have took uh, him up, innit? Well, Doherty was supposed to be marking him and he lost him. Yeah. Um, and then he looked around to, to like, say he was picking him up. Well, it was you. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah, you didn't do your job. Well, but you, you're ab- absolutely spot on. Every time we get a corner against us or a free kick against us, I shit myself. And yeah. honestly, it, it's it, it's becoming a worrying trait. I do not have any faith that we can clear them because because, no. because I think if it's if it's near, if it's near, this is going to sound dark, but if it's near our defenders, we we clear the ball. But it seems like they're not going with their markers time and time and time again, and people are getting so much space in the box. And it, had that been against a better team tonight, and if they're taking their chances, Borough could have been three 0 up. You know, mm-hmm. purely from set pieces, and that that is the thing. That is the thing, and you cannot defend like that. I just knew he was going to get punished eventually. It, it, it's just shocking defending again. What are they working on in training? If they are working on it, they're not working on it very well, because this is time and time again. Any team that has a free kick against us, where we where we where we've got to have a line, in, whether that be eighteen yard box, wherever corners, we just I just get nervous. I just get nervous, you know. And when we had Jan and Toby there in that back line, I wasn't as nervous. We seem to be yeah. able to defend set pieces a lot better. And that, that's a massive failing for me. There's some more comments here from uh, Antonio Conte. He said, uh, I cannot consider my players the best in the world, but we work to improve the future to try and reflect. I thought they were the best. Defeat. Uh, for sure, this defeat has to hurt me, the players and everyone that works at Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Gary, let's come to you. Actually, Eleanor, did you want to come in at that point? Yeah. Um. What What was your co- would we should I read the comments after the City game because your correlation is very different. The fact that he's sitting there saying these are the best group of players I've ever worked with. I'm so happy to be here with these players, and then two days later you're changing your story. I can't have this manager for his toys out the pram every loss, but then every win you're bigging it up like they're the best thing since sliced bread. In that, like most Tottenham fans, though, on Twitter and Facebook. No, but yeah, but you're supposed to be the manager. You're not on Twitter. You're not a fan on Twitter. You're the manager. Changing your mind like the weather. I can't be bothered. Like, just sit there and say, oh, they're the best. No, the, the words, he, they're the best group of players he's ever worked with. That was I just awesome. wonder, though, is some of it, though, because it's Conte and his English and stuff, not making excuses for him, but I think some of when he actually says things, is he meaning what he says and it's taken out of context as well? You know I, what think I, mean? what he meant, I think what he meant was when he said the best group of players, I don't think he well, meant in ability. I think just no, a, yeah, but as they a, don't show any work group. ethic. So, and then they don't show any work ethic, so they can't whatever. be the best players on work ethic. Well, no, Inter Milan had a better team than we've got. Uh, you know, the one that won the league in Syria. Obviously, they did because they won the I league. Just, oh, I just oh, really, really. Gary, let's come to you. Um, in the 56th minute, which I thought was strange, um, Ben Davis was brought down. Um, Harry Kane was trying to talk to the referee and then Christian Romero just seemed to get involved and then got given the yellow card. What did you make of that incident? 
But I like Romero, but I've been saying since day one, he's just got that thing about him. He's always getting booked and stuff. He's, he's, he's going to be our player that gets, you know, he's, he's going to be our player that gets sent off a lot and starts costing us games and that. He, I do like him. He is good. He's pacey. And sometimes you want a bit of attitude and stuff from your players because the majority of them don't care. So you, you like seeing some of that. But unfortunately, in today's game and stuff, it's a bit... But it looked like he kind of went over and was trying to sort of calm it down. But with Romero, it's, he's getting booked every other game, man. Whenever he plays, there's always, always a booking. If you want to put a bet on something, put a bet on Romero's going to get yellow carded, mate, because it's always going to happen. You know what I mean? But look, I mean, I'd certainly prefer him over Royale. But again, he's a bit of a liability. Um, it's just one of them games tonight, mate. You know, listen, I'm not even down about it in the slightest. I am absolutely fine that we've gone out to Borough in the FA Cup. You know, I'd be more disappointed if we'd have lost to Leeds. But, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, when you're playing City, it's a nice sunny day. Leeds, you play, it's a nice sunny day. This goes back to what the guy put on, because I just don't think them players are really up for it, up north on a wet night. And I don't know if it's because of the conditions or because they don't really care about the trophy or what it is. But I just, and Conte's included in this, I think in a lot of the league games, they still look like they want it more. And Conte looks more interested. I just wonder, are they looking at the FA Cup like the Carabao Cup and stuff now? Because they really just weren't interested and, and neither was Conte. So I just wonder, and I won't be surprised when we play Everton at home, we put on a really great display and win probably two or three or four nil or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest, but yeah, I don't know. Romero for me, I like him, but he's going to get sent off. That, that I do know. And, and that's it. So, in the 59th minute, Harry Kane thought that he'd put Tottenham Hotspur 1-0 up. And, of course, it was ruled offside. Uh, in the 65th minute, Middlesbrough had a free kick just wide of the uh, the right post. 82nd minute, Middlesbrough, another attack, shot over the bar. And then Antonio Conte made some changes. Emerson Royale, Stephen Bergwijk coming on. Doherty uh, and Session going off. Eleanor, what do you make of that double change? Um, needed to happen. I think that they're definitely, I, I, he needed to make a sub. He took very long to do it. Um, he didn't really have much to choose from. I can understand the sub he made. Yeah, I just think it was just to try and inject something in. I get Bergwin needed, for me, I tweeted Bergwin needed to come on. I think he needed to come on, but it obviously didn't do enough. But I, I, I thought it, it was a, it was an understandable change. Sorry, I have to dry my cat when he's been out in the rain. <laughs> he, I thought he has I heard to be dried. Him. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like the wet. Sorry, Craig. Let's He's come to you quicker Spurs. than any of the Tottenham players, though. Craig, let's come to you. Spurs had a chance in the 85th minute. Hunmin Song corner. Eric Dyer headed over the bar. Uh, what did you make of that? Could could Dyer have done any better there? Um, it was nice to see us actually have a decent chance from a corner for once. To be honest. Uh, because as much as I said, um, I don't trust our defending from a corner when we've conceded a corner, I, I don't see us scoring many from corners either. So I think the keeper got lucky with, I don't think it obviously wasn't that one, but there was one a bit nearer the end that almost uh, scrambled underneath him. Um, could argue that I could have done better, but you know, at least he had an opportunity and a chance there. But uh, we... Um, we, we'd, we'd never been brilliant from corners, have we? Certainly over the last few years. I mean, how, how many times did Ericsson hit the front man as good as Ericsson was? He couldn't, couldn't get it past the front post, could he? 
Well, in, in the 87th minute, Hugo Lloris was forced into a good save. And I've got to say that Hugo made a couple of good saves for us tonight, uh, kept us mm. in the game. But mm. in stoppage time, Gary, let's come to you. In stoppage time, Hun Min Son with a header at the goalkeeper from a Kulishevsky cross. Um, yeah. So the amount of last-minute goals and, and stoppage time uh, goals that we have scored lately, surely you thought that that was the moment? Yeah, I thought that. And then that little cheeky back heel, sorry, just... Oh, he's all right now. Um, the cheeky little back heel as well. Um, well, no, sorry, wasn't it? And I thought it was a cheeky back heel, but it wasn't. It was almost an own goal, wasn't it? Yeah. I went back and checked it. Um, but the header, I think he's got to go far side, hasn't he? He's gone near post with the goalkeeper. If he headers that back over the other way, it's a goal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all lifts and butts. I mean, like we all spoke about it earlier, I, I didn't think Son had a good game. And, and some can do that. He can go, God, games after games. And he's just like almost non-existent in games. I mean... I, I was watching the second half and I was thinking to myself, has Son even done anything like you couldn't even you wouldn't even know he was on the pitch, which is sad really, because I don't think he doesn't give effort. You know, if there's one player that runs and gives effort, it's Son, but he just disappears in games, unfortunately, and it happens quite often, I'm afraid. Um yeah, you know, look, we could have equalized, but again, if it goes to penalties, I think we would have gone out tonight anyway, I'm afraid. So to be honest. I'm I'm glad we we lost one nil and we didn't equalise and it didn't go to penalties. So I'm quite happy if I'm honest with you, mate. So I think, I think it's that's why be more kept, painful. Um, that's why he kept Son on. I think penalties. I just yeah, to, yeah. I just wanted to add something just to see um, you guys' opinions. Have you not realised that? He, I, I know we're all happy with the eleven, right? We can all collectively agree we're happy with the eleven. But you know, he played the same eleven four times in nine days. There is that, Eleanor. There, you know, I, I've thought that as well. You know, these players are going to be tired. And I have said this since the January transfer window. We do have a small squad. So if we want any chance of finishing in a decent European spot, we are going to have to play that same team again and again and again. And Antonio Conte always wants the team that he knows and, and, and the team that trust. he, you know, he trusts most. It's going to be yeah. a very difficult, uh, you know, season until now, until the end of the season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. And I mean, I guess this is when you have to start like prioritising things. But I I just think there could be an element of that. You you don't know. But and I'm not trying to make excuses for the players that should be able to turn up. I, I'm not saying they shouldn't be. Yeah. Obviously, that is fought on the club. We haven't got a big enough squad. But I'm just saying it could be a factor in, um, you know, maybe that's when you try change things up. I don't know. But um, it just seems that it's going to be, a, like you said, a long old road. Um, Chris, Chris, just sorry, Elena, just because it kept into my mind. Chris, just remind me, was it um, a couple of years ago where we just scraped through against Middlesbrough at home? I think it was, I think it, we had Borough, didn't we, a year or two ago? In it was the a FA replay. Cup. Was that right? It was a replay. Yeah. Well, yeah. back then we only just made it. I think we, did we go two up and they got one back and then they were piling on the pressure? I think. Tanganga had quite a good game in that one, if, if memory serves me right. Is that right? Or? These are always very difficult games. And for anyone thinking that we always. were just going to roll them over, I, I was confident yeah. that we were going to get the win tonight. I didn't think yeah. that we were gonna, just going to go there and make it easy for ourselves. But it was no. always going to be difficult. Well, was, that, was that two years ago now, Chris, was it? But when we went so, to the replay back at ours and beat them 2-1, yeah? Uh, January 2020, two years ago, yeah. Yeah, well, we wasn't great that day. You know, we, and that was two years ago, and we only just got over the line then. So it went to a replay, came to our ground, and like I was saying earlier, if it had been at our ground tonight, 
I think we would have just got over the line. And two years ago, we just got over the line because I was, I was at that game and I remember leaving it and it ended 2-1 and thinking, we got away with one there. You know, yeah. we... I can't remember if they had a player sent off. Maybe, maybe they didn't, though. But we then, only um, just about beat them. Yeah, and then Norwich knocked us out, I think, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know... Yeah, so we've been we've been here plenty of times before. And so Jose, yeah, you know, it's 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 no it's no um it's no shock going out to Borough tonight. Yes, on paper, you know, we we should beat them and everything else, but in reality, and not on paper, it's it's not how it is, unfortunately, for Tottenham. And and Eleanor, I agree with what you say. You know, you don't care about Man United and all that, but I was watching that game tonight, thinking they put Man U out. So if they could put Man U out, who's above us and playing better, then they could put us out. And that's what happened. I only I mean, think the only way we probably could have won that is if it was at our ground tonight. And that would only have been because of the home fans might have got us over the line, you know? Well, I mean, I, I, get, I get what you're saying in terms of like, oh, yeah, they did they did do that. They, they got a result. But what I'm saying is these teams, yeah. anyone can get a result against anyone. That doesn't mean they're, yeah. they're actually better. I just mean I think they got a result no. against United. I think also we, we went in that Mateo that we were going to win it. And I think we... We obviously didn't, and but answer me this just just quickly: when we play Everton, when we got Everton next Monday or whatever, um, we can take it differently. What's your expect- we're, yeah, we're talking we'll about Gary. I, I, I yeah. expect to have a whole different attitude. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about we Everton game shortly. We'll talk about we that shortly. Um, Craig, let's come to you. Um, I just wanted your opinion, oh, Craig, on Antonio Conte changing um, the back three uh, and the wing backs into a back four because we seem to be. Uh, yeah, the, the amount of chances that we were conceding going going to a back four, it was quite worrying at that point. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, he obviously was trying to change it so we could... Um, Vulnerable, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Control, control the midfield a bit better, but it, it totally backfired, didn't it? It was, yeah, it was, it quite, alar- it was quite alarming, actually, how, mm. how they just didn't seem to be able to cope with it. Going to a back four, which is a you know is what we've played for these players have played for a few years really. It, it was um, it was quite alarming to see. And th- and then did he go eventually go back to a three? Didn't he when he brought Regulon on? I think. Um, but yeah, it was he was obviously trying to change it, and that didn't work. And that's that's the part I'm, I was talking about. He must have been sitting there thinking, Christ Almighty, what do I do? You know they they <laughs> they're struggling mm-hmm. in a three and they can't play with a back four. So yeah. yeah, it was a very very strange game tonight. It was like it's very rare, isn't it? But that's the only positive I'd say. It's very rare that your front three all play crap at the same time, and you haven't got much yeah. else on the bench when that happens. It wasn't that, just a bit like Burnley, wasn't it? It was like Burnley, I think it, really. I think it was worse than Burnley, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, Sonny's, Sonny's cameo was worse, so I think that's so, 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 I wouldn't have minded if it was a cameo, though. He was on all, all game. He, he was crap all game. No, yeah, I, no, I, I, I just yeah. You know? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was oh, so surprising that, that they, they were all just off it tonight. And I think it must come down to fatigue. It, it, it must be that. You know, because yeah. I hadn't really thought of it like that, that they'd played that many games, you know. But, you know, you, you'd think they would know. They have all these monitors on them. And they know when players are in the red and everything. And they, they have all the figures. Mm-hmm. And they think, right, OK, well, he's running on empty. As much as I don't want to change it, I've got to change it. Um, but then again, who do you bring in the middle? Who would you have played in the do middle think- tonight in midfield? 
Yeah. Do you think it would have made a difference if we're at home, Craig? What, what, what's, your, what's your opinion on that? And, and Elena, well, do, you, do you not think it would have made a difference or do you think it makes a big difference? I don't in, think so. We have struggled at home as well. Uh, yeah. You know, against yeah. The, the go, go, back, go back to the Morecambe game in the FA Cup. Yeah, it's not a fortress. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not a fortress. It's not. Fortress our it's not. It's not. Mm. And it, then it never will be until we can change things massively. You know, we, we need to make that place a fortress if we want to do anything. You just, you know, you, you know, you never know what you're going to get with Tottenham, unfortunately. And we're never, ever going to know from one game to the next. And Chris, you know this more than anyone. I mean, listen, I know you expect or you hope that we're going to win every game. But, you know, you're not silly enough. You're, you're old enough to know, you know, you've been a Spurs fan for as long as I have. Gary. I, I want to see a lot more than I did tonight. And, you know, particularly after... Yeah. But I think Chris, I think you will see that though. You know, we'll we'll see the next game and the one after, and then we'll be, you know, we'll be on another chat and we'll be saying how amazing we were. You know, like when we played Liverpool, and we got a draw. We should have won that game. You know, uh, when we went up to Old Trafford and spanked them six-one. You will get that with Tottenham, but you just don't get it consistently. Which but you will we'll get them performances. You know, I don't think for a minute now because we've gone out of the FA Cup to Middlesbrough. That's the season over. I still look. We're not getting top four. That was never going to happen anyway. We're finishing six. That's it. But we'll probably pull off some really good performances and get some amazing wins. And and that's that's what it is about being a Spurs fan. Unfortunately, that's where we are at the moment. Yes, we all want trophies yeah. and everything else, and and we want to win the league. But we're we're a, f- a long, long way from it. Unfortunately, you know. So I think just a, a, enjoy the wins when we get them. I think there's a positive. If you can take a positive, I think. What Jason McGovern, I think it was, said, he's dead right. You know, don't get too low for the lows and yeah. don't get too high oh. when you get the highs. Because exactly. that's all that's all you can take from any Spurs performance at the moment. You know, don't get too excited when we're good. And it is very Craig, true. Like, when we beat City, we were that close to not beating them because typical Tottenham, we give away a penalty in, you know, the, the last minute or whatever. But beating City, I said, you know, I was doing all the voice notes everywhere and I was playing Tottenham songs on the way home, you know, in the car and everything else. But I said, that's our trophy this season. That win, we get them big wins like we did when we went up to Old Trafford and battered them. You know, when we did Woolwich, we get them big wins. But that's just sort of our level at the moment because we're not consistent enough to go right the way through and win a trophy or win the league. Yeah. You know, but look, at, look, at, look at the two results where we've played well. Recently, yeah. City and Leeds. What what yeah. they got both got in common? They're teams that press you, that play high up. Press the pitch, you, that yeah. Play, high up the pitch, play and spaces the, at the back. Yeah, and we cannot break teams down. And essentially, no. that's what and, Middlesbrough and what would do we have do been with, tonight. What do we do with teams like that? We get them on on the break, and and Solomon Kane love it. And then they've got yeah. the space to make them balls and and play. But playing Borough away on a Tuesday night when it's raining and it's horrible. We ain't going to be able to play like that. Same yeah. way as Burnley last week on a Wednesday. That's right. That's it. That's right. But odd, oddly, it. they they didn't actually play a low block tonight, Middlesbrough, really, because no. they dominated possession in spells as well, which is which is yeah, very odd. Did. I expect I expected us to at least dominate possession tonight, and we didn't. Yeah, we, it was like we didn't do any. We didn't do either. It was like we were trying to play on the counter in stages, and we it's, weren't doing that properly. So it's so funny though. Like we we do the double over City. We beat Leeds, we get their manager to sack, then we go up to Borough and go out of the FA Cup. I mean, you can't get any more Spursy in Tottenham than that. Come on. This is this is who we are. You know, I just I think we should just celebrate it. We you know, we are where we are and Tottenham will be where Tottenham will be. But we love the club, you know, it, it's just how it is. It's, 
Gary, let's stay with you. In the 13th minute yeah. of extra time, um, Middlesbrough had a shot which went over the bar. A uh, minute later, they had another shot. Hugo Lloris made a good save. In stoppage yeah. time, the first half of extra time, Hunmin Son had another glorious chance, um, flicked it uh, towards goal. The goalkeeper saved it uh, from a Kuliszewski cross. Now, two great chances for Hunmin Son. Um, yeah. One right at the end of the uh, of the 90 minutes and then one at the end of uh, extra time first half. When you want two glorious chances to fall to somebody in the team, surely you're going to choose him in Son. Yeah, Son. Listen, look, I love the guy. You know, Chris, we've spoken many times about him. I know he's your favourite player. He's my favourite player. Um, but unfortunately with Son, especially tonight, you know, he did just not look at the races. And I don't think his lack of effort with Son. I really don't. You know, you look at some players and they yeah. just don't look like they're making the efforts of that. But I, you know, I don't know Son personally, but we we all know Son enough from the documentaries and, and all the stuff he's done to know he loves Tottenham and he wants to do his very best for Tottenham. But even if you go back to that Carabao Cup final with Man City, you know, he was on the floor crying at the end. But I looked at him and thought, what did you really do in that game, mate? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's a shame. But unfortunately, when push comes to shove with these games, when you need them sometimes, they just fall a bit short. I mean... Is it too many games? Is it tiredness? Is it because, you know, they're up north and it's a horrible wet night? I, I don't know the answer, <laughs> you mate. You saying up north. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You so know, they go out of London and they're just like, they're bummed. Nah, not, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. <laughs> Take me back to London. <laughs> and let's come to you. Do, you do you want to talk us through the goal in the 17th minute of extra time? It was a wonderful finish, oh. wasn't it? Coburn. The middle was very young. I didn't see it, thankfully. I'm not gonna lie to you. When he kicked it, I, I that was it header. I can't even remember what it was scored. To be honest with you, I, just I, I wasn't out. watching it at that point. I'm so just pleased I missed out. it because I'm not gonna lie. I remember laughing. Do you know what? My, so it was pancake day, obviously. I had my family round. My uncle is an Arsenal fan, and he literally got up to leave, and oh, he goes, no. "I'm gonna leave you lot to you know concentrate properly because you know when you've got." Like an Arsenal fan, or you know, if I'm watching, if I'm watching Arsenal and I've got a Tottenham fan, and I don't I, like, I, it doesn't feel the same. And literally, as he got up to leave, they scored, and I was looking at him saying bye, and it, and then he they scored, and he just laughed, and I just was like, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, and then I laughed. So I don't actually remember the goal. Anyone could talk me yeah. for it. So we're I'm blaming your uncle then. Ball. We're blaming your uncle for the defeat. Is that what you're saying? I, bl- I blame him for a lot of our defeats. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was round and it was, we, we just thought, oh, we're playing Borough. We're going to get through. So we didn't think it was going to be like a, an embarrassing situation. <laughs> Craig, do so, you want yeah. to talk through the goal and tell Eleanor it wasn't a header? Yeah, it wasn't a header. I it was I don't remember. It was um, it was actually a good play by Middlesbrough and um, down the right and uh, the guy just cut into the box um, or ran uh, yeah. ran onto the pass and just did it as hard as he could straight across Lloris and it was a great finish to be honest with you and I just sat there and went oh for fuck's sake That's I mean exactly I, I saw it go in but I don't actually remember what happened and then I was like um, I literally said the same thing and then we laughed so no it was it was a it was a great great finish fully deserved and. Um, yeah, there's not not really much else I can say on it, Chris. To be honest, um, I don't know yeah. how, how how the fans reacted. Uh, our fans, anyway, 
probably much the same as me. But um, yeah, and then 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 you just knew they were going to just going to sit back. But to be honest, they nearly they were very unlucky actually not to score a second right at the death. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. That was crazy when he squared it across the front of goal, right? And then yeah, could yeah, it could have could have been worse. Could have been more embarrassing. I I saw three. Well, before Mm. that, they should have scored. Before that. I don't know yeah. how they didn't score before that because that guy... Yeah. I don't know, I don't know That's how what I'm they, saying. I think... The yeah, they could have scored loads. The fact we lost 1-0, yeah. I think it's a result. I think we've done all right to only lose 1-0. And I don't think it's embarrassing because I think people will look at Tottenham away at Middlesbrough and be like, oh yeah, Tottenham have lost to Middlesbrough away. I don't think we're that big club where it's actually an embarrassing result. Like, we, we're just Tottenham. So oh, that's I, it. I do. That's the difference, though, Gary. I think it is an embarrassing result because yeah, we same. should be yeah, turned, I, I, we, we should be turning over teams like Middlesbrough. We're the greatest. No, I don't, I don't think we should, mate. I don't think we should at this precise moment. Not when we're getting done by Burnley and stuff like that. You know, Middlesbrough knocked Man U out. There was every chance they could beat Tottenham tonight. And and if none of us thought that they could beat us tonight, then we're we're mental. Come on. There was oh, every I, chance in the world they could turn us over if they turned over. No, that chance, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think it would come to fruitation. I, <laughs> fruition. We know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think they, uh, uh, yeah, obviously I thought they had a chance to, to turn us over tonight, but I just didn't see it happening after the Leeds game because I Again, stupidly, stupid me. I thought, well, they can't put in a bad performance after that. The, the tails are going to be up. You know, we, we're going to push on. Yeah, we're just going nah. to get through this game. It's going to be a tough game. You, remember, we'll you remember City, didn't you? And then Burnley. That's so, it. You know, that's right. That's I it. remember when the draw came and I looked around at my missus. I went, fucking hell, Borough away. That's not going to be easy. They've just put out Man U. I said, if we were at home, I'd be more confident. But away, yeah, yeah. we might just scrape it, but we'll probably go out. And we did, you know. Way, but I just yeah. think that's just that's just Tottenham at the moment. That's just our level. We'll have a really great result and then a, a really bad result. You know. Well, fucking hell, Chris, we... you and me went to bloody Amsterdam and lost one 0 to that crappy team. Yeah, all, all those away games in the Europa Conference League still didn't see a win. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, my God. I mean, come on, that <laughs> team that we lost to in Amsterdam—that was even worse, mate. That was a shocking yeah. defeat. Gary Moan don't stop. Yeah. So losing to Borough tonight, 1-0 away from home. Listen, that ain't too bad at all, thank you very much. I'll take that. Well, That's all right. Before we, before we talk about <laughs> our next game, which was, of course, in the Premier League next Monday, against Everton, um, let's take this comment on screen, res- restore some hope to this lot and talk about what your dream summer window looks like. Eleanor, let's start with you. Well, I want... <laughs> Or just like position wise, because uh, yeah, I well we need a playmaker. I don't care what Conte says; he only wants to attack from the wings. We need we need a proper like true number ten. Yeah. So we need a playmaker. We need a right winger, like a, a right. We need a right back or a right wing back that is a right wing back. No converting this player to a right wing. No, no, no. We need to buy decent right wing back. Um. Ideal summer window, Jesus. Okay, we need a backup striker. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I could go on. We need a backup striker. We need a left playing centre back that's not Davis, and I understand he's not really putting foot wrong. Okay, he's not good enough. Um, would like a difference in DM that's not Javier for me. 
Um, I wanted Zachariah when we were getting him. So, yeah, I know he's been injured and whatnot, but yeah. Um, I mean, I could this this could just go on, innit? Like, we need another centre back. That's not like Romero to be with. That's not Diane. I think Diane's been great. Yeah, 100%. But I still know he's not good enough for that. What other top six club is going to want Eric Dyer to be their main centre back? That's that's where that's that's where I think look at it and think okay we need to upgrade. Um, obviously, I mean Winks out. He's not even in my first eleven, so I don't even think about it. Which are the comments, by the way, I'm, I'm thinking Benson is more of a first eleven player. Um, yeah, that, that was how many signings? Five, four, five. <laughs> I don't even know how many I just said. I'll ask you for your re- realistic one now. Then. Christmas, you said I did. <laughs> What'd you say? Now, now, said so be realistic. We'll get one, and it will be someone for the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just get like a, a young centre back for the future. <laughs> Craig, Craig, how, how are you feeling about the summer window? There's a lot to do, isn't there? There, there is a lot to do. But if we if we want to yeah. push on and we actually want to make a difference to this squad, we've got to spend money and spend big. But there are players out there, in my opinion, that are gettable for a, for a reasonable fee. And it's if you if you're asking me to give you names personally, I would go all out for somebody like Tarek Lempty for the yes. right wing back position, um, and the young lad from Forest who's on loan from Middlesbrough. I think is that right? I can't remember his name. Uh, anyway, yes, yes, him. Um, I think James Wall Prowse would come in um, yeah, for the I right like amount him. of money. Um, personally, yeah, pers- personally, personally, I know this is going to be controversial, and you know my feelings about him. But I would, I would go and get Gareth Bale back for another season. I'm not oh. talking about playing him every single game, but I think he yeah. would have... Imagine having Bale on the bench tonight to bring on. I'm sorry, but he would have he made a difference. Used him properly. Um, sorry, I had to get my yeah. sprinkled Jose Slander. Um, personally, I, I disagree with um, what Ellen has said about Eric Dyer. I think he's been one of our best players and I think we've missed him when he's not been there. Our I think best that's players, yes, do you not think he's able to be upgraded on? Um, I, I, would, I would... Would you rather have Harry Maguire or Eric Dyer? Oh, no, I didn't say that's not the only two options. Oh, Eric Dyer. God. Yeah, I'm just saying, you, you said, would he get into the other top four teams? Uh, see, I would rather have Eric Dyer over Harry Maguire. Yeah, I, I, I if was... you're going to compare us to United, they're also they're, they're also in a very awful place as well. So what I'm saying oh, is, if you're looking at... But that's where teams, we are. are. No, but are they going to fight? Would, if, Ours is more Eric awful. The today, <laughs> what teams are fighting for Eric Dyer? Well, nobody's going to come in for him. Not, not the top. No, you're that, talking about Liverpool and City. That's where we need to be looking at. Liverpool and City, we but he's Rudy. Okay with just having someone just because he's good for us. Well, in that no. case, what well, I would, I would personally go for somebody like Matthias Delic. Um, I think he'd be a good fit for Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you could argue we could do with two more centre backs, but I don't think we'd get them. Um, we certainly need a creative midfielder like a James Ward Prowse, like I say. Yeah, uh, and we do need, and I wouldn't say a backup striker. I think we need another striker that's going to challenge Harry Kane. Now, who that is, who's out there that we could get, is um, is probably another debate. But um, I'm sure there's plenty of strikers out there that would want to come and play for Conte. Um, 
But I think, as I said before, I think we've got to bring at least half a dozen. There's half a dozen players, you know. Even Ericsson. I mean, Conte was talking glowingly about Ericsson being at Brentford. It was unusual that he was saying it'd be nice to work with him again because managers don't normally say that sort of thing. So you never know. I, mm. I would say watch that one. I think I think we might even go back in for Ericsson in the summer. But um, um, uh, there's a lot of work to be done, Chris. Is bottom line. There's a lot of work to be done, and it just goes to show if we'd got Luis Diaz over the line, what a play we'd have had in him. And I still think, and I know again he splits opinion, but if Adama Traore had come in, he would have been a better option. I don't think we'd have played him at right wing back all the time. I think he would have been a good option to play where Kulachevsky was playing. You know, mm-hmm. as another option. Um, with crying out for somebody like that tonight. And we just haven't got that strength on the bench. We didn't, didn't have anybody on the bench tonight that I thought could come on and turn that game. Something a bit different, you know. Even even Lorente, yeah. when he was here, that would have been a bit different option, wouldn't it? Um, we just didn't have it. Did not have it tonight. And we haven't had it for the last few weeks. Yeah. Gary, do you want to have your say on the, the transfer window, what you're expecting? It's funny because what Craig said, I've I'd already written down Bell, uh, James Wolf Prowse, Ericsson and Rudiger, but I don't think we'll get any of them. So <laughs> <laughs> So we can put names down and we can talk all day long, but who we're actually gonna get, it's gonna be completely different. But I'd love to see Bell back and Ericsson as well. I just don't understand why he went to Brentford. I was like, just bring him back now, you know. But I don't think Ericsson's going about Tottenham. I don't think the Bell thing will, will go through. Rudiger won't come to Spurs just because of the whole Chelsea-Tottenham thing. Um, James Ward-Prowse, we probably won't even get him either. So, you know, we do need a creative midfielder. We need another striker, not backup. We just need another striker. But I don't know, mate, about this summer. We'll just have to see because you know yourself, you, what we want and what we get is going to be two totally different things with Tottenham Hotspur, unfortunately. So, but we need to get a few in, mate, because otherwise Conte will say, that's it, thanks. You know, I've put up with this for long enough and if you're not going to give me the players I want, see you later. Yeah. And off he'll go, so. In a way, well, though, can I just say one little thing on that? Yeah. In a way, is that not a good thing? Like, in a way, in, not in terms of Conte leaving, but hopefully it opens people's eyes to what our owners ownership is like in terms of yeah. to another extent. Like, we all said, like, Conte was Levy's last roll to dice. Could it not be a good way in both senses? Yeah, yeah but it can, just... Can the, we... the, the thing is, is, is if, if he does walk, where do we go from there? It doesn't mean they're going to sell or walk away. We could no, just it, be, it doesn't. You know, get Graham up. Potter in or something. I yeah. don't think he's going to walk. I really don't think What's he's going to walk. He'll only walk at the end of the summer if he hasn't got what he wants. Because that's it looks, what I mean. It, it, no, but it that's looks, what we're saying. Like, it, it, look, it yeah. looks bad on Conte if he, if he walks. Now, let's face it, because he's basically saying, I can't do my job properly. Uh, you know, yeah. that's what that's what he's saying. There is, I thought of another couple of players that are personally... We've got a young lad, at, I think he's at Cheltenham on loan, Keon Atete. He's been banging in the goals. He he's actually looks like a really good prospect, and he's ours. Um, yeah. I, I was also personally going for, for Michael Alise from, from Crystal Palace as another option because I think he's going to be a good player. So if you're talking affordable players that are fast, <sighs> hungry players, there's another option. Yeah. And, you know, what about um, you, I know Chris? it's another winger. But... What about you? Who do you think we should bring in, bring out? <laughs> and who do you think we will? I just think there's so much work to do, Gary. I really do. And yeah. uh, I, I, I just think that 
we need to bring in the players that Conte wants. Uh, that yeah. you know, are, are most importantly, going to improve this squad. But I just think that there is hell of a lot to do, and I just hope Loads. that Conte is backed in the right way in the summer because. Um, we, when we've got a world-class manager like this, we need to back him in the right way and we will be yeah. successful. But there's a lot to do, so much to do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to name names because, of course, um, it will all change in the summer. But there's a lot of free yeah. transfers out there at the moment, um, a lot of very yeah. decent players. Um, you know, It means that we could go out and get free transfers. It, don't mean, it doesn't mean that we're going to spend big money. You know, We could get some good deals done. Uh, on free transfers, but we we will need to pay the wages. But ultimately as well, and the other argument is that if we're in the Europa Conference League again or in the Europa League, you know, some of these players that we would be targeting would want to be playing Champions League football. So that yes. is highly important as well. So there's there's, yeah. there's so much to it, you know, from now until the end of the season. And like Eleanor said earlier, you know, about the players being tired and about using the same players again and again and again. We've got to be lucky with injuries as well until the end of the season. There is so much to it. And I just hope and, and pray that everything works out and, and uh, you know, things uh, things go well for us. Who knows? Um, mm. The Evening Standard have just put out an article uh, stating Antonio Conte believes mentality of Tottenham Hotspur players is behind too many ups and downs in form. And uh, they're quoting him in saying, if we want to be competitive in the future, these aspects will have to improve a lot. Um, Eleanor, let's start with you about the next game, uh, next competitive game for Spurs. Of course, Everton at home on Monday at the Top Hotspur Stadium in the Premier League. How do you see this one going? I'm hoping that, you know, as... Gary has said, and I agree that in the league we do have a different mentality. And I'm not saying it's great. We lost to Wolves, we lost to Southampton, we lost to Burnley. I'm not saying it's great, but I don't think we, all of us, in terms of in terms of as fans and manager and players, don't look so unbothered. Like we literally looked so like not bothered today. I don't see us winning. I don't see us losing it. I could see a draw all day, but I do think we'll show more effort than we did today. I think that that yeah. game will be very different to today's game. And well, maybe yeah. that's just me being wishful thinking, but I genuinely no, I think, think you're right. Be, I think it will be different to today's game. I feel like today just has that had that feel about it. Like I just had that feel mm. about it from from the minute it kicked off. It had the feel where it wasn't. It just wasn't being taken seriously. I do think we take our league league games more seriously. I think we can give Everton a game. We, who say we can't win? We can win, but I'm just saying. After today, I'm, mm. I'm thinking, okay, maybe we can, maybe, maybe we will draw. But I think the game will be very, very different. I'll be surprised if we play the same. Eleanor, how are you going to feel being in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, seeing Deli Ali in an Everton shirt? Let's not go there. I, I, <laughs> listen, he was he was awful for us for a long time. He's been awful for them, but. That, that I still think of that that video and it makes me really emotional. So <laughs> I'm still mourning that situation because it just means the whole the whole um, just that you know that Poch team is is officially done and yeah I am mourning mm. it still. So it will be weird. I really hope we do sing. We got Ali just for the just for the vibes and then feed yeah. But just for the vibes, it will still be a bit sad. I will be sad. But you lot know I'm sentimental. I'm I'm the typical Tottenham fan that you lot hate. Like I'm sentimental. I don't want to lose anyone. So like, yeah. Bit Apart sad. from Dyer. Well, I'll lose Dyer. Right. <laughs> I love him, but he loves me but only sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not sentimental with Doherty though, are you? 
I mean, he's a gooner. I say no to gooners. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I remember when he first joined it, he was, de- he was deleting all yep. these Twitter things. You just reminded no me about gooners. that. Yep. That's another well, reason I'm going to hate him. I just want to add one player that I really wanted to get because um, yeah. I forgot. Paul Torres, left playing centre back, um, but he wants Champions League football. So we'll see yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Everton are currently 17th in the Premier League. They're just one point away from the relegation zone. They've played 24, they've won, they've drawn four and lost 14. Got a goal difference of minus 13. And uh, of course, they've just employed Frank Lampard as their manager. Craig, what have you made of Everton so far this season? Of course, Benitez was in charge. Lampard has now taken over. Of course, in the January transfer window, Deli Ali has arrived at Everton. How are you, uh, how are you feeling ahead of this game? Well, I think, I think for once we can honestly say that Everton is a team that's got more problems than Tottenham Hotspur. Um, it's certainly a game we should be looking to to win. Um, and let's face it, we're due a win because we played crap tonight and that's how it's been going at the moment. We've been playing a good one and then we've been having yeah. a bad one. It's a bit like a knit one pearl one. Um, <laughs> I must admit, I'm... Um, a bit sentimental with with Deli Ali, as you know. The video he put out was was an emotional one. Don't usually get that attached to players, but it was like part of that last part of the Poch team. He was he was like everything that held it together. You know, very popular character around the dressing room. Very sad to see him go, but with the performances he's put in at Everton so far, from what I've seen, it's almost like he's gone backwards again, which is a real shame because I'd love to see Deli Ali get back to his very very best and get back in the England squad. But I can't see it happening. I hope the crowd give him a very good reception if he does I get agree. on. Um, I don't. I wouldn't go as far to say I want to see Delielli score against us, though it would be yeah. very interesting to see how he reacted if he did. As long as we went on to win the game, um, I think we should have enough to turn Everton over. But we've got to do a million times more than we did tonight to give it a chance because Everton are fighting for their lives now. And yes, they're not used to being in a relegation scrap, but. I'll tell you what, if Everton go down, they're in big, big, big trouble. So they're going to want to get points on the board. Um, and let's face it, it's Lampard. And I can't stand Lampard. And he's going, to want to t- he's going to want to turn us over. So they've got to be on yeah. their games. Uh, on the, on, it's Monday night, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, bring it on. All we can do is put this game behind us today. We're out of the FA Cup again. Um, yeah. 31 years since winning the FA Cup. It's going to be 32. Mm. So let's finish the season as strongly as we possibly can and um, and get as many victories under our belts as we can because let's face it, that's all we've got left now. That's all we've got left mm. and that's 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 what we've got to focus on, getting as many points on the board and winning as many games as we can and start again on Monday. Actually, Ellen, can I come back to you? Can you give me a score prediction for the Everton game? 1-1. One, one. Craig, what are you going for? Nothing exciting. I'll go um, 2-1 Tottenham, narrow victory. Gary, how are you feeling about this game? And and feel free to give your score prediction. Yeah, confident, really confident. I think it will be a good good game. I think we'll play really well. Uh, I think it'll be probably a bit like a Harry Kane show again. I think Kane will get a couple. And um, Kuliveski, Kulikuli, he'll score. We'll win 3-1. We'll concede because we're Tottenham, so we always concede. Um, but yeah, 3-1 Tottenham. And I think it will be a really good game and a good display. And, you know, you'll do your show and people say, why couldn't we play like that when we was away to Borough? 
you know, look how good we played against Everton tonight. Why can't we keep doing that? Why can't we kick on to the next game? And, and you know, that's, that will be the conversation. You know, so we, we will definitely concede because we're Spurs, but we will um, play some really good football and have a lot of chances and probably score about three, but probably could have scored five, six or seven. And that's exactly how I see it. The, this game tonight has made no difference or bearing on the Everton game, what I would expect it, the same way the City didn't on the Burnley and so on. So, yeah, all I can see is a Tottenham win and a very convincing Tottenham win as well. I like that. Anyway. Just, just, just people saying in the comments that we loaned Deli Ali. We did not loan Deli Ali. Deli Ali has been yeah, sold, sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can play yeah. against us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not loaned. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Lamps, nothing special. Lamps is better than anything. Sadly. Else. Can mm. I just ask you all a last question before we go, uh, Eleanor? Let's mm. start with you. Yeah, I'm scared. With, what everything, <laughs> with everything that has gone on. Where realistically do you see Spurs finishing at the end of the season in the Premier League? I hate this question. Um, you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I just hate it. I would like to think we could... Positively, I would say... Fifth. Realistically, I'll say seventh. Europa Conference League football again. Good luck going there, Chris. And <laughs> <laughs> and me, I'll be the mug going with him. <laughs> and you, and you. At least, at least you got company. See therapy sessions. <laughs> well, I don't know if you call it that, but <laughs> if there's any driving to be done, I'll, I'll come with you next time. If we if we get, I didn't say I'd drive. I'll, I'll, I'll be in the car. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drive. <laughs> I'll drive because I don't sleep, so it's fine. <laughs> I will add though, if we finish fifth, that is an overachieve. Like that's a good season. Like if we finish fifth, I... that's a good season after the way we've we've had the season to, this season, and that's bad to say. But yeah, if we finish fifth, I'll be chuffed, awfully. Craig, be realistic. What 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 do you think? Oh God, this is this is how this club gets you because. If you'd asked me the same question after the Man City game, yeah, I'd honestly said fourth. Yeah, I'd honestly said fourth. Um, and let's face it, fourth is still—that's the crazy thing about this season. Fourth is still achievable, isn't it? That's the thing. I don't think we will finish fourth. Look, it just—I'd be deluded if I was to stand here or sit here and say we're going to finish fourth. I think we will at the moment. We'll finish sixth, um, a push fifth, sadly. And I'd love to turn around and say fourth. And a few weeks, a few weeks ago, I would have said that. But nobody in their right mind is going to say fourth, um, even though if Conte's saying it to the players, we can still finish finish in the top four. Um, personally, I don't think it would be a disaster if we don't get Champions League um, football this year. I still think we can attract. Decent enough players are going to make a difference and get the players in that Conte wants. We've seen the, you know, these two players that came in from Juventus. Um, if we're honest, most of us have probably never heard of them, uh, but they've they've been pretty good buyers. I think I think we can agree on that. Um, probably not the players that we wanted, but they're not that bad. They're not that bad, and um, especially Benton Kerr, I think. Uh, Hit the ground running, and, and Kudaszewski's just, um, j- j- you know, it's a 
it's, it's his worst game tonight. But let's face it, he's been pretty good, hasn't he? So, yeah. you know, there there are a few positives there. Um, but as you said, Chris, that, the main thing is we can shout players' names around all day long. But Conte's got to get in the players that he wants. And um, Fabio Paratici's got to get those players over the line as well. I yeah. personally think Daniel Levy is going to get going to give him money to spend in the summer. Whether that's going to be enough remains to be seen. But he's got to. I mean, it's unthinkable. If Daniel Levy doesn't back him this summer, uh, then something's got to change massively at the club. Because what is the point mm-hmm. in getting in Conte if you're not going to back him? How many times have we said that? He's got to have the players in this summer that he wants. And they've got to move heaven and earth to get those players in, no matter what they have to do and no matter what money they have to pay. And that is that. That is what has got, got to happen for us to improve. Because if it doesn't, we're knackered. A lot to do. Exactly. Gary, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, uh, what I said since the start of the season, and, and uh, you know, I know, Craig, you mentioned after the City game, you fought for, but my, my opinion and my thoughts on Tottenham don't change and haven't changed. I still think we're going to finish six. Um, you know, we could, there is a slim possibility we could maybe finish fifth and there's also the same possibility we could finish lower seventh or eighth but I'll I'll stick with what I said at the start of the season and nothing's changed my opinion on that I think I think we'll finish sixth so yeah okay okay well Gary <laughs> Eleanor Craig thanks so much for joining me this evening particularly after these circumstances of losing again that is now four defeats in our last six games in all competitions, something has to change soon. Um, yeah, but we we did beat Man City though away. We did I've do the double over Man in the City. last twenty seconds. You know, yep. so it's yeah, it's not it's not all doom and gloom. Let's remember <laughs> some of the good things as well because there are still some yep. good things out there. You know, <laughs> there is, there is, there is. Um, Eleanor, thanks so much for joining us tonight, and uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media and what you're up to at the moment. Um, so you can find me on Twitter, Lily White underscore TV. Um, just you can see my first rants. Um, and you can I'll share. I do various streams and podcasts, which will be shared on that page as well. So yeah, you mainly Spurs rants and me just complaining most of the time. So yeah, you can find me there. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time this evening, Craig. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, as I said before, I'm on Twitter somewhere. I've got about 137 followers, so I really don't give a shit. If you want to follow me, fine. <laughs> I, I occasionally tweet about how good or, or crap Spurs are. So, uh, but uh, I, I mainly enjoy just enjoy coming on here for either a therapy session or actually celebrating the Spurs win. Hope I had to the yeah. debate. I hope that I uh, sometimes help. Um, ease people's pains because I know these sessions are a bit like a therapy session for a lot of people and I I watch them certainly win, lose or draw if I can and I sit there and watch them um, and it does help you get over a bad loss and it helps you celebrate a good win so I hope thanks for everybody who stayed with us till nearly half past 12 tonight and uh, special thanks to Chris for having me on again Uh, safe trip home tonight Chris and uh, let's hope for a a win on uh, win on Monday well, thank you for your yeah. time, Craig. And and Gary, tell everyone where they can find you. 
Thanks, Chris. I don't normally say much at the end, but I just want to say a couple of things this time. Um, if people could give me a follow on Gary Maloney 13 on Instagram, that is where I spend most of my time. Yeah. I do all my stuff about Tottenham because like Darren and like a few of the other guys, my account got hacked. I won't bore you with all the details, but I lost all my followers and all the people I used to moan and whinge and celebrate when we won and lost. And so if they could all re-follow me on Gary Maloney 13 on Instagram, that'd be amazing. I don't bother with Twitter. I don't bother with Facebook much. So that's it. That's where you can get me. So, but listen, Chris, um, Always a pleasure coming on here, mate. Um, I, you know, I feel guilty because I'm not actually feeling that down. I'm actually in high spirits and I'm feeling quite positive about it. I'm not that bothered. I'm looking forward to the next league game and I know we're going to get a good result. Um, and I'm still, I, as sad as it may be, I'm still watching our win over Man City. I'm still enjoying that. So that's my trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gary, Eleanor and Craig, thanks so much for joining me this evening. And thanks uh, to everybody who has watched this stream, particularly uh, late at night now, what it is, about half past 12. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't subscribe to the channel as yet, please do hit that subscribe button. I will see you tomorrow for a Tottenham News video. Until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.